a sweep. Boston, four in a row. And Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, head into the No question the about it, I am ready to get hurt again. I am so glad that this will be the last time that I use this intro. That was the last time we saw the Brooklyn Nets on the court. We got swept, but the new season has begun. Preseason has begun. The NBA is back, and I'm starting to get a little bit more hopeful, a little bit more optimistic. It's, it's how everybody, I guess, feels at the beginning of the seasons. Now, I usually bring these episodes on Thursdays. I usually choose a Nets fan to join me. This Thursday is my anniversary. I decided to drop an episode anyway on Tuesday on short notice. I found my man Chris here. Chris is admittedly a Knicks fan, yes. but he said he's going to be unbiased during this episode, so I brought him on. So thank you for joining me today, Chris. No, no, thank you for having me. I mean, look, the beginning of basketball season is always a beautiful thing. Always a beautiful thing. So even if it's nothing pre- like 90s basketball, right? Well, look, I like my scores, like I like my music in the 90s. Okay. And the same thing and same thing goes in basketball because that was about the last time that the games were in the 90s. But here we go. We're in a new era and uh, we got a lot to talk about. Yes, sir. So, again, I, I was I was thinking of just skipping this week and just not dropping an episode because obviously, like I said, I have my anniversary coming up and all that. But when I watched that preseason game yesterday, I was like, man, I'm itching. I got to talk about the Nets. So I, I had to get something out there. Now, I wanted to start with you. Obviously, the offseason kind of just circulated around the whole KD and Kyrie uh, drama and are they going to be Nets and all that other good stuff. But once you yeah. found out that they were coming back, I think the, the circus with Kyrie and KD kind of ended on media day. Because when it comes to on the court, you know what to expect. So nobody really was, was like watching the preseason game yesterday to see Kyrie or KD. You know what to expect for them. I yeah. think the focus la- uh, last night, during that preseason game, was Ben Simmons. A lot of people thought that he would never get on the court with the Brooklyn Nets jersey. And he finally did. And I want to kind of get your take. What what did you see from Ben Simmons last night? Well, and I think I think the attention's warranted towards Ben Simmons, especially since you got, you know, Kevin Durant. And, uh, I, I mean, at this point, and, and Kyrie Irving, both of them, they played pretty well, I mean, from what I saw. But Ben Simmons, I, I could see that he's trying to gel with the team I see that he's trying to sort of find his place as far as where he needs to be positional-wise. Like, I mean, in transition, it was it was great watching them. I, I felt like they were, were they were running transition very well. Uh, you know, when it, the gazelles out there, they're all like six eleven, long strides. It's Let beautiful me, to see them in transition. I'll tell you when I would when I was watching them in transition, I could tell that the passing was so on point, and you you know that there's trailers all over the place. And that's such a beautiful thing, playing basketball and that sort of offense. So, and seeing that Ben Simmons had what he had five assists in the game, uh, you know those in the those, first half. Yeah, yeah, and and that was essentially in the first half. Which, which by the way, watching watching the Brooklyn Nets play, uh, the second half to me, it kind of put me in check. I said, "Wow, these guys, these guys can, these guys can do something out here." You know, the oh, second the half. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, they have they have no, a even when, roster. Yeah, I mean, no, even when the starters came back on in the second half, like somewhere towards the end of the second half, I started watching them play, and I said, oh, man, these guys can be a big-time problem. Well, I mean, we're obviously championship contenders, not favorites anymore, I don't think, but 
We're championship contenders, and it's because we have a deep roster. Now, it was nice seeing Ben Simmons out there, and like you said, transition. It, if, we're, if we're running and gunning, it's going to be awesome because watching Ben Simmons run the, the, the fast breaks with Nick Claxton trailing him, and then Joe Harris and Kyrie Irving running to the wings over there to wait for the ball in case he shoots, he passes it out for three. Like it, It's going to be a beautiful thing. Where I had my issue is when we were playing that half set, that that the half court offense, right? Yeah. Where everything slowed down. Once Ben Simmons got in that half court set, I felt like he would get the ball, he'd take it into the paint, right? And as soon as he got in there, Nick Claxton was kind of in the Duckers position right down there. Yeah. He didn't have any way to get into the rim, and he has absolutely no shot. They're all sagging off of him. So as soon as he got into the paint, he would freeze and look to see where he was dishing it out. Now, I was hoping that he might have maybe improved his offensive game just a tad bit. But just obviously, it's a short sample size. First game back in 18 months, so I can't completely kill him for not looking great or even good. Well, yeah. Yeah. But it's I mean, obvious that he, that he still lacks that part of his offense. It's still lacking big time. Well, I think if there's any time to sort of work those kinks out, I think the preseason is going to be the perfect time for him, uh, especially trying to, like I said, trying to gel with this roster. Let me tell you something. Nick Claxton, I mean, this guy to me, he's he's something special. Like, I know that you had spoken to me about him a lot last year, and I really feel like he is like a prized possession in, in terms of this Brooklyn Nets team. For sure. The, defensively, he can guard one through five. And offensively, my issue is that Nick Claxton and Ben Simmons can't shoot. They can finish yeah. at the rim all day. They can yeah. dunk it on everybody. That's great. But they can't shoot. So they're both trying to, to, to play inside the paint. And that doesn't work in this, in this NBA anymore. You need to spread the floor. And with those two out there, you can't spread the floor. And that's why I've been advocating for Ben Simmons to play the center, which he did for, towards the end of the second quarter. He was playing the center sp- sp- uh, the center spot. But yeah. with those two, uh, again, it's the first game of the preseason. I know that there's going to be a lot of adjustments, a lot of videotape watching. And I know that Steve Nash, he's a, whether, whether you like him or dislike him, there's only 30 head coach positions in the NBA yeah. and he has to earn his money. He has to figure it out. So yeah. if he wants Ben Simmons to play the point guard position, I'm okay with it. Just figure out how to make it over Nick Claxton. Cause I don't see how it's going to work yet, but th- that I was, I was hot and cold with Ben Simmons because when you see his vision, the way he finds players across the court, oh, you could tell that the talent's there. You could tell. Yeah. I mean, and the one thing that I, the one thing I could tell you that I think is, 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 is good to look for in the future sense is when you get your shooters back, when you get Seth Curry, uh, you know, you got Joe Harris out there, uh, you know, uh, you're also going to have Patty Mills. Patty Mills. Yeah. We got Kyrie, we got KD, we got, we got, we got sharpshooters. Yeah. Once you have those sharpshooters coming in and playing some more time, you know, I I mean, Ben Simmons is going to feast with assists. That's what I see. I mean, Kevin Durant's going to get his, Kyrie Irving's going to get his. And Ben Simmons, as far as from what I could tell, he wants to be the facilitator. I mean, obviously, he wants to get his 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 bargain, too, as far as getting some points on the board. But I could tell that he really wants to facilitate for this team. And once you start to spread the court with those shooters, it, it's going to be something amazing to watch. It really is, especially I'm on gonna, a consistent basis. I'm going to tell you the, the one negative I find about Ben Simmons, and, and it's I don't want to say it's a character flaw, 
but it's something that bothers me a little bit. When and I, and I understand that you have to defend yourself when somebody's asking you certain questions, and whenever they ask him about his shooting and whatnot, he always brings up the fact that he does everything else great. He always brings up the fact that I don't hit threes, but I assist the three point shooters all the time. Of and course. I get that, but I almost feel like he doesn't take like accountability. Like, yeah, but I'm working on it. I'm gonna get better. It's yeah, but I do everything else so well that you know that's just not my game. Yeah, just leave like, me alone. Right, but like it's like come on, man. But like try to work on it. Like try to. I, I, I wish the moment when I was most disappointed when watching that preseason game is when it went to the free throw line. In my mind, I'm watching that and I'm like, please make one. Fifty percent. Please make one, and you'll make me feel so much better. When he missed both those free throws, oh man, you don't know how disheartening that was to me. And again, it was just two free throw shots. Yeah. It was the first game back in 18 months. He feels a lot of pressure, so I can't, I can't overreact to it too much. Yeah. But it, I just really hope that he's really been working on his weaknesses because if you're just working on your strengths, getting better, like at some point you have to, you have to address the weaknesses. Because they will just make the team overall stronger if you can hit a shot here and there. If you can make your free throws. If it's a late game situation and you have Nick Claxton and Ben Simmons out there, they're going to go to the hack a shack until yeah, the two course. minute mark. Whenever it is that, you, like, it, I mean, that I'll tell you the one downfall yesterday. What what I think he should do, and this is, I mean, if I was to start some sort of a rally here. I would just try to see if he can be able to take the same practice regiment that Joe Harris and Seth Curry are going to be taking and just say, hey, you're going to go practice with them three days of the week, all day, every day. Because, I mean, it, it, they got to be putting up crazy shots. He's got to be Kyle putting Corver up double. Kyle Corver was, was the assistant coach last year, and he was working on his free throws all year last year towards the tail end of the season when he was getting ready to play, which he never did. But, like, if Kyle Corver coaching him up, and then being team, teammates with Joe Harris and Seth Curry doesn't get him to start hitting at least free throws. It's it's all has to be all mental because eventually well, you can you have to be able to improve. But and but well, all right. I have a question for you then because typically in in the in in the curve of a basketball player, right? You have mm-hmm. the the rise when they're young and it's basically just gung ho, attack the basket, play without a care in the world. Your LeBron shot James. sucks. You're, well, I mean, yeah, and then your shot sucks, and then mm-hmm. you start to take that curve as you're getting older, and then your shot starts to get better. But obviously, you're driving, you know, you're driving, and uh, and you're attacking the basket starts to sort of fall back. Do you think that Ben Simmons is going to sort of like? I mean, maybe we're just thinking way too ahead here, but I mean, at this no, point, his, he's, he's still young. His shot is, his shot is, he's 26. His shot is so, is so bad, and he's had so many issues mentally with this that I don't think that he'll ever be an above average shooter. Yeah. I think he could maybe get to average. I, I would hope at some point, but I don't think he'll ever be an above average shooter. But uh, I think but that look, the good Giannis Giannis is hitting threes now and yeah. Giannis gonna shoot for anything before. Like if Giannis can do that, I can't see why Ben can't. So but again, I, I don't want to overreact to one preseason game, but but you know what I think? I think the difference is, though, what I think the difference is, especially on this team, is that I don't think that I, – I, I'm correct me if I'm wrong here because I'm just looking at it from a perspective of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a basketball fan, but I'm not a, a Brooklyn Nets fan. I, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking to myself, 
do you really think that it's absolutely necessary for him to not get a great shot under him, but a decent enough shot because he has no. so many good shooters around him? No, I don't think it's necessary. The only reason I feel it's necessary is because of the ro- the roster construction. Yeah. Last year when we had LaMarcus Aldridge at center or Blake Griffin at center, those guys can shoot the rock. So yeah. Blake Griffin with those guys at the five, I'd feel great because he has nobody in the paint clogging up the paint because he could dish it out to LaMarcus Aldridge for an 18-footer or a three-point shot. Blake Griffin the same. But with Nick Claxton, it bothers me that we don't have a stretch five to kind of alleviate or open up the paint for Ben Simmons. So that's yeah, my that issue. With the with the current roster construction, I, I would wish that that one of the two would have developed some type of offense as far as a shot goes um, yeah. over the offseason. But one thing that I did notice yesterday and I did appreciate is that there wasn't a lot of ISO ball. Yeah. It felt like the ball was moving. Yes, and it did. The, net, the, the Nets have fallen into the trap of ISO ball with Kyrie and KD a lot, right? You, you, you become dependent on stars producing. Yeah. The ball was moving, and I don't want to attribute that to just Ben Simmons, but I think that the fact that you have a Ben Simmons on the team it helps with his vision and, and the cuts. Everybody was cutting. Yes. Kyrie caught, I think it was Nick Claxton, on a beautiful cut right up the paint. Like, if they can keep this ball movement going, keep the ball movement going and play in tra- transition ball, this team is going to be dangerous because we got some athletes on this team. Well, I think that these that kind of team that plays passing the rock all the time and, and, and dishing the ball, finding the extra pass, finding the extra man open, those are it's the like teams the Phoenix that are Suns. The, Yeah, and those are the teams that are the hardest to guard because just players are rotating all over the place. I'm covering this guy. Then this guy's got the cut behind me on the back door. Oh, and you froze. Well, yeah, like you were saying, when you have those players that are constantly cutting and the ball, is, the ball is moving, it's very difficult to guard, especially when you have sharpshooters all over the place because when the ball is moving like that, you're going to find somebody open for a three-point shot. And if not, you're going to find Ben Simmons cutting down the middle for a dunk. So I think that the way they're moving the ball is – is it was so crisp yesterday yeah. that I'm almost – I don't want to get too happy about it because I don't want the regular season to start and all of a sudden you're in a tough situation, game gets close, and all of a sudden it's iso ball again. I mean, maybe late in the fourth quarter you can do that, but yeah. I-, I was really happy with the with the ball movement. And you were saying well, before I- you, you got frozen. Well, I'll tell you, I don't think you have to worry about that too much, especially, you know, now that now that Harden's not on the team, you have a player that essentially replaces him, which is looking to pass more so than just trying to control the pace control the scoring so i feel like i feel like with that kind of player sort of at the helm of what it is that you guys are trying to incorporate i feel like this sort of play where dishing the rock is the priority i feel like it's going to be implemented at a high level i mean you're talking about steve nash as the coach he lived that kind of deal too you know Mm -hmm. so this is right up his alley as far as his experience as a player so I well, think and not just Steve benefit. Nash, K- KD when he was playing with the Golden State Warriors, it was the same yeah. thing. Yeah, they they were moving the rock. Like I think that this team has the skills to play that way, and if they can do it correctly with Ben Simmons running the ball at the point, I, I think that we're going to be a, a serious problem. Now, the one issue that we have had in the past is taking the regular season seriously. 
yeah. they don't really take this regular season seriously. Honestly, I think if this is last year or the year before, first preseason game, KD and Kyrie maybe don't play. Kind of like James yeah. Harden and Joel Embiid didn't play. Right? First preseason game, let the rookies play, let the role players play, get warmed up. You know who we are. We're good. Of course. But they played. And not only did they play, I was impressed with how much effort they showed. Kyrie yes. Irving was diving for loose balls. He was playing defense. Like, it, it really gave me some hope as to how they're going to treat the regular season. I think they know all the crap that people have talked about them in the offseason. Kyrie, I've said it time and time again, he has to prove himself this year to prove a con- to, to um, earn a contract this offseason. Yeah. And people have been poo-pooing all over KD since he requested that trade. So I think that they're they're on a mission. I think that this season they're going to take it seriously. And if I had any doubt about that, that doubt went away yesterday with the way that they were playing and attacking that preseason game. Well, and I, I mean to your point, I, I think I think one of the things that 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 played a big big factor into the game is is their effort. Not only because they kind of want to, I, I mean, they have something to prove here. You know, I mean that's number one. And then number two, you know, we're talking about finally being able to get Ben Simmons on the court with the team that he's been with for some time now, and. You know, finally he gets on the court. You got to kind of put, you know, Kevin Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on the court with him. You you got to see some of the fruits of the labor come out and and show it to your fans. I think that the fans deserve that. I think that the viewers deserve that. Uh, I don't know. That's just me. Now you told me that there was one player that stood out to you the most yesterday. Yes, they, I mean when I was watching the game, the one player that stood out to me as far as effort as far as the sort of technical way that they were playing very aggressive was uh, Royce O'Neal, man. I mean, I, I don't know. I was looking into it. I think you guys just got him this year, right? Yeah, we just got him from Utah this offseason. Yeah, and, and we, I – We I, got him I, the same day that KD, I believe, requested that trade. Which, so that nobody even talked about that signing. And let me tell you, he's listed like as a forward, power forward. He was moving like a guard, dude. And I'm watching this guy and I'm like, son – this guy is nice. And yeah. I, I, I just thought to myself, this guy would be amazing off the bench. Well, I have a feeling he might end up in the starting lineup. but Yeah, I could see uh, that. But he's he's what the Nets have been missing in the aspect of last year in the playoffs against the Celtics with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. We had no wing defenders outside of Kevin Durant. And you couldn't waste Kevin Durant's energy defending Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown all game. So yeah. we were lacking in that department. So we've got it now. Ben Simmons, all-defensive team, and then we have Royce O'Neal. We now have added two legit wing defenders. And like you said, he, he's a big body. I, I was yeah. also surprised because I know he plays more or less the three, but he looks like a four. Like He's a, he's a big guy. Yeah, and he yeah, moves yeah. well, and he, and he can hit the three. I, I'm also excited about Royce O'Neal this year. I think he could probably find some starter minutes here and there. I don't know if he would actually start over Joe Harris because I think you need that sharpshooter in the starting lineup. But I, I also agree. Royce O'Neal looked really nice. Now, what did you think of Nick? Well, you told me Nick Claxton. Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought he was phenomenal. I remember watching him last year. I thought that he was a, sort of a diamond in the rough, very underrated player. Uh, not too many people were giving him attention. He was phenomenal to me. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that he's going to be a, a bright spot with 
his hustle play with his defense. And I'm really hoping that they can figure out how to work with him and Ben. I know when they get on in transition, it's going to be awesome because they could all run. They could all finish at the rim. And then, again, the shooters are going to go out to the wings and be open for three. So I think that we're set up nicely to uh, to compete. I mean, I, I, if we don't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals this year, it's going to be a, a disappointment. Well, and, so, and, and, Nick, and, and one more thing I want to mention before you get to the next point. Nick Claxton, I, I didn't watch too much of him, but with some mm-hmm. of the highlights that I did watch of Nick, of Nick Claxton is that he he showed some more, I, I guess, some poise or some composure when he was in the paint. Uh, there were a couple plays where I, I don't know if it was one or two, maybe three, that he showed some composure in the paint, had like a hook shot. He had his back to the rim. Maybe that's just like the 90s basketball, just attacking my brain. It's like, oh, my God, I love this. But he just seemed to me like the kind of player that this team definitely needs Loves to run in transition, super hustle guy. I mean, what, he played 14 minutes. He had 12 points, four rebounds in a preseason game. I, I look forward to this to, to this guy's play in the future for sure. Well, like we said, it's one preseason game. They, we have another three, I believe, before we start the regular season. The regular season yeah. starts in two weeks. And all I could, all I could hope is that they gel together. I don't know if this is going to be the starting lineup. What we saw yesterday is going to be one that starts in the beginning of the year. I really hope Marquise Morris doesn't manage to work his way into the starting lineup over Nick Claxton. Yeah. I'm scared that that might happen. But as long as we keep that starting lineup, if they want to keep Ben at the point, I'm okay with it if they can figure it out. And for the most part, outside of Ben Simmons still not creating a shot, I was satisfied. I was happy to have basketball back, honestly. I've yeah. missed it. And the, the way that we ended last season – I couldn't be any happier that this season is back. I mean, I look forward to it for sure. So I, I, I'm definitely in agreement with you. Marquise Morris, I mean, you know, he's the same Marquise Morris that I thought he was. So hopefully he doesn't. <laughs> uh, so hopefully he doesn't get injured or anything like that. And 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 well, or that Jokic doesn't his, run him over again. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully he makes a, a, a bigger difference than what he did for the Heat last year. Um, you know, but uh, we'll have to wait and see for that one for sure. So before we, we get out of here, now, you're a Knicks fan. Yes. Do you have any hopes of the Knicks making the playoffs this year? I mean, to be perfectly honest, I don't think the so. The East is deep. The East is deep this year. Yeah, I mean, look, the, the East could be deep. I mean, the East, from what I always have remembered – the East has always been very competitive, um, at least recently. You know, a long time ago, it was uh, it was essentially oh, yeah. ten, ten years ago. Is the is the the Heat, and that's about it. Yeah, and then of course you had the West, the Western Conference. I mean, they're always just super duper competitive. Now yeah. it's a little bit deeper uh, on the East. And as far as the Knicks are concerned, I mean, I hope that they find success. I mean, I I thought that they were more successful last year than what I anticipated. Uh, I mean. Derek Rose, I don't know what the deal is with him. I hope that he's still going to con- contribute at the same fashion that he did last year. Um, I'm just pulling up the whole roster here. I mean, it's uh, – jeez, man. Uh, well, I, I well, just the, – Look, start rooting for the Nets because the Knicks have no hope. <laughs> well, Evan Fournier, let me tell you, he was a disappointment to me. No, he was he, a disappointment he, to me. Evan Fournier is a disappointment to everybody. Unless he's wearing an Orlando Magic jersey – 
shooting threes against the Nets. Yes, the guy. Yeah. The guy's never done anything good. Uh, but yeah, the the Knicks are. Um, I think that they might get to five hundred. I think they might win. Four, I think about forty two and forty, and I think they'll miss the playoffs. Maybe they'll sniff a, a, one of those uh, playing games. But um, yeah, I suggest you start watching some Brooklyn Nets basketball so you can watch some winning basketball, sir. And you froze again. So with that, we are going to leave you with episode three of the Batter Nets fans. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you again, Chris, for joining me. And I will catch you next week when I have I don't know who on the episode. Have a good one.